Hello. And welcome to the first Chippewa Fantasy Football League podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We apparently have an earthquake going on above me, and uh, apparently one of the dogs is in trouble. So that's a good way to start the year. I am joined with my fellow champion, Ross, the commissioner. Corbin. Hey. What's up, guys? So this is a new thing that we're going to be trying, where instead of a video, we're instead going to record... Um, from remote locations using this app so we can probably listen to it while we're at work. So guys, please definitely leave your uh, your thoughts, your comments here uh, to see if this is something you guys enjoy. For sure. Uh, we do want to continue the podcast for this league, obviously, so your feedback is sure. important, you know. For sure. So Ross, what's going on, my dude? Just uh, just enjoying week one. That win, you know, uh, yeah. I... I had Robin and the uh, the introduction to the CFFL, and I think you handled that well. So, yeah, that know. was a that was an ass whooping. That wasn't even close. Well, I you know I think uh, welcome to the league, Trev. That's you know that's that. So <laughs> welcome to the league. Zeke gets you six points, and you're off to a fifty point loss. Welcome to the CFFL. He's got to cut his teeth first. No rook comes in here and wins the title. Okay, that's <laughs> it took me uh, took me like seven years. All right, it'll take it'll take Luke another thirty to win his next one. Right. Brian will probably win another one this year. You know the normal stuff, the normal stuff. So, how do we want to do this? Do we want to go down through the matchups, or do we want to just have an overall review of Week One? Um, yeah, let's so we'll start out with an overall review here. I think. Yeah, sure. You know, the that... Week One report real quick. We could probably go through that if you wanted. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. It's a good tool to use. So. For the awards, the best manager of the week, according to the app, was John with Dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I think he, you know, scored 180 points on damn near. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. So I mean, John definitely came out swinging. You know, um, obviously, and we've seen this before. You know, especially last season, um, he loves his guys. You know, so he's got Russ Wilson out there. Um, you know, he brought back Delvin Cook. Um, you know, so it's really just a matter of living and dying again by Russell Wilson. You know, is he going to stay hot all season this year? Is he going to get cold again? You know, that's what but, I'd be worried about. Now man. he's hot. So yeah, when he's, it's when he's hot, you're golden. When he's not, right. yikes. I mean, but you could say that about any elite quarterback. I mean, I'm pretty much putting all my chips in the table with, oh, my Kyler. Right. You know, I got to have Kyler Murray do what he did last week, which is hard. But, you know, I kind of expect him to be that way. And I think John expects Russell Wilson to kind of do the same thing. Because I think Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson are really comparable. Yep. So, um, the worst manager being Zach, I disagree with the app. I don't know how you put up 155 points and you're the worst manager. I know it says he only scored 79%. But if you're scoring 79% of your possible and you're putting up 156, I don't consider you a bad fantasy manager. I consider you just having a terrible matchup. And the other guy just did better right. because the guy he played, Ryan, was the highest scorer at nearly 200. So I do not think Zach was the worst manager this week. I don't even – you know what I mean? I think Trevor probably was, only putting up 100 points. Well, yeah, but I think what, what the app's asking for here, Kyle, is, um, you know, as far as, like, putting the right guys into your starting lineup here. Sure. Did you do that? You know, and Yeah, I think, for sure. I get um, it. So maybe Zach could have tweaked his roster a little bit here. I think, obviously, um, Zach surprised the league here coming in, swinging. Uh, and our sponsor here is Kenzie, apparently. So. Yeah, sorry about that. Guy's my cauliflower stunt. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be up in a little bit. Sorry about that, boys. And Miss Heather. Um, yeah, but I guess my whole thing is, is like, so how can you be a bad manager if you – I get what it's saying. I understand the premise. 
but how can you be a bad manager if you still put a team out there that still put up 155 and you weren't even that good? Like, that's what I'm saying. So Trevor putting up probably the most points he could only put up a hundred. I was just considered from a managerial perspective of building a roster. Zach did a better job. Kenzie. Yeah. Can you, can you shut that door, please? Sorry about that. Everyone We're probably have to cut that section out of the podcast yeah. or it might make it. Who knows? Stand We're going to learn from the app on the app. It says you can mix master, get jiggy with it. Like Will Smith. So we'll see. Anyway. Um, I think 105 or 100.5. I don't, I'm not trying to just, this isn't the poop on Trevor show. This is just interesting that the app, decided Zach was the worst. Anyway. No, I mean, and realistically, you know, not to spend too much more time on this, but I think Trevor's been an incredible addition to the league, you know. Oh, for sure. Um, so, well done, Trev. Yeah, no, he's been great managing his roster and everything, so it's, yeah. it's been fine so far. Although, I will say, we need a logo from you, my dude. What is this? I mean, at least at least Zach and Ryan have helmet logos. You know, Ryan's got the Walmart smile on his helmet logo. Trevor's got the sleeper bot face. What are we he's doing here? He's got the sleeper bot, you know. At least make it monochrome or, or, um, or hydrochrome like the Tulane Green Wave helmets. Oof, those are dirty. <laughs> anyway, the narrow victory of the week of, was, of course, the, the league shitting on me again. Uh, Brian beating me by 4.8%, which turned out to be around 6 points, 7 points. Mm-hmm. I really thought I had him there. And then Jeff Okuda was like, hey, remember how much I suck? All right, I'm going to fall over, and then I'm just going to let the wide receiver from San Francisco, it was Debo Samuel, just walk in the end zone. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Love it, yo. Bomb. Oh, what a boss. Anyway, I'm going to get all upset now. So, thanks, Okuda. Appreciate it. Um, so, Brian nearly beat me. I thought it was a. It was definitely worthy of the Game of the Week vote. It was the closest oh, by far. Yeah. It's just, it wasn't as high scoring as I think Game of the Weeks generally are. But I still think it was good. Um, I, that's one I got to have because Brian wasn't on his – Brian Debo did great, but Brian's team is way better than 143. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And that was the week to get him. I had him. That was or – to steal a win and I just couldn't do it. Call me, uh, call me crazy. Maybe, maybe it's not as good. Who knows? You know, maybe that's you never know. Storyline here, you know, it's true. Maybe, maybe, but yeah, I just think, you know, how Brian is, he's the new England Patriots. He's consistently good. Never has mm-hmm. a bad roster and he never really needs to rebuild. He, for whatever reason, made a deal with the fantasy gods and never will have to rebuild. So that was the week to get him. The overachiever Ryan at 193 points. I agree. Yep. Below expectation, Trevor at 100, no problem. I had the quarterback of the week with Kyler Murray. That was nice. It's nice to see um, Christian McCaffrey back to his old self at 28 points this week. That was nice mm-hmm. for Patty. I'm glad Caleb McCaffrey's doing great. Caleb uh, McCaffrey, yeah. <laughs> wide receiver of the week, Amari Cooper killed it. Dude, what's up with Gronk, dude? 29 points. Luke might actually be on something. I mean, that's his guy, and... <laughs> Uh, you know, he's going to have him until he can't have him anymore, you know? so Yeah, that's crazy. Kicker of the week. I dropped him after this week, Robbie Gold, just because I don't trust him. But he's playing the Lions, so I figured he'd get a lot of points. Use him and lose him. I like it. Yep. yep. Defense of the week. Steelers, no surprise there. Actually, it is a surprise because they played the Bills. So I thought yeah, that, that was, was a risky kind of play by Heather, and I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Jameis putting up 40 was insane mm-hmm. <laughs> and then tyson williams kirk and dallas goddard for bench warmers so it was interesting one other thing i think i'd like to talk about ross if it's okay with you the power rankings i really like by the way brian this is sick you should keep doing this please don't stop doing the power rankings. Yes. that's awesome so reviewing the power rankings after last week the biggest jumper was you my man congratulations yep. you jumped from 11 while the app was hating on you up to all the way up to five that's a six spot jump right there you know and the thing that's frustrating for me is you know at this point it's just speculation but 
had I had Gus Edwards on my team still, you know, here we go. Here we go. You know what I mean, though? I, like, I know. It's just one of those things where I know what I'm doing. I, I'm, you know, competitive in this league for a reason. Um, you just can't overcome that stuff. So I'm just happy to be kind of where I'm at right now. And we'll go from there. Are you concerned that your running back two is um, Jamal Williams? Every single day. Yep. See, if he plays like he did this week, then you have a legit running back two. The problem is, even if they feature him a lot, I still feel it's DeAndre Swift's backfield at the end of the day, or at the very minimum, it's a two-headed monster. But even still, I think they didn't go and get that offensive line to not run that ball. Oh, for sure. Dude, they look... I was talking to Vaughn about this at the gym today. They look, I've never, look, I know that they kind of got their asses whipped for the first three and a half quarters, and then they came alive and actually showed fight. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see they showed fight, because under Patricia, they showed their ass on Monday Night Football in that first game, and they didn't right. try and come back. So it was nice to see that. Right. We know how bad the roster is, so it's okay, especially because they're playing the Niners. But two, Penny Sewell looks like a dog, which is awesome. He looked really good against Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. He actually looked really, really good. And they could run the ball at will pretty much, which is nice. I'm not used to that. So maybe it's the foundation of something special. But anyway, that was my question was you, I think the biggest hole for both of us is running back. But I think you with Jamal Williams as your RB2, are you going to go on the shopping spree right now trying to find something? Or Yeah, I mean, I I wasn't willing to put down, you know, what like John or Trevor put down. That was expensive. Oh, baby, that better pay off. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing is I I just wasn't willing to make that gamble. So, you know, for them, I hope it pays out. Or for Trevor, rather, I hope it pays out. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be on the hunt for a solid RB2 the rest of the league, you know, for the rest of the year. So. If, if Elijah Mitchell did that against, like, the Steelers or maybe the Ravens or an actually good run defense, yeah, then I'd be like, oh, we might have something here. He did it against the Lions. So let's just cool the Jets a bit on Elijah Mitchell. You well, know again, I mean? it goes without saying that, you know, they still have Trey Sermon in the wings there. Um, true, and true. they've been rotating backs for years now, you know, yep. so – um, I don't think they necessarily change their all, uh, their team philosophy at all, but like it, we can see, you know, it's all we can do. Yep, exactly. Um, power ranks. So Ryan moved from two to one. Mm-hmm. And Brian, let's see, Vaughn moved down, and so did Brian, even though they all won. John moved up. So it's like college football where two of the top three moved down because they won. But I guess Ryan's win, putting up nearly 200, would deserve him as the top one. So I'm cool right. with that. But the. The um the John and the John and Brian swap doesn't make a ton of sense to me just because um well John put up like twenty or thirty more points than Brian did yeah but still it's not like nearly putting up two hundred I guess the, I think the computer is doing a good job because those four teams I still think have the best overall rosters I think there's one I think the top tier is still John Brian Vaughn and Ryan and then I mm-hmm. think just off the cusp is Heather which where does the app have her at seven That's seven. And then they had who they have staying pat at six, Zach. I mean, and you're up at five. I would say you guys are in the next tier. I would say I am too, even though I lost, but I played Brian. So I mean, you know, yeah. it is, it is what it is. Um, no, so the power ranking is really cool. Um, so yeah, no, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I think it's a great thing. So, um, okay. Did you want to go to the previews now, or did you want Let's to do talk it, yeah. about it? Let's Sounds good. What do you we think is the game of the week here? I think we should have sent out a poll. I apologize. I just realized that I did not send that out. So I guess Ross will have all have to do that on Tuesday next week. But I guess we can decide here. Let me read the matchups for everybody. We've got myself against Heather. 
Um, we've got Ross against uh, Ryan, Jay against Patrick, Brian against Trevor, Vaughn against John, and Zach against Luke. I already know who mine is, but I'd like like to let you go first and who you think yours is. Um, I think immediately what comes to mind is I think the heavy hitters this week is Vaughn versus John. I would agree. Yeah, and I think, I mean, you could make a case for um, you and Ryan. Me and Ryan, and then, you know, another one that catches my eye here is uh, Brian versus a good friend and Trevor. Um, yeah, the, uh, yeah, for sure. The so there's, a, there's a lot of good stuff here. I mean, um, from a roster I, I think, standpoint, you know, yeah. Yeah, just week two, the two, you know, Titans coming out of week one here. I think it's it's John and Vaughn. For sure. I agree. So we'll save that one for last. Let's just move okay. down the list here. Uh, first up, we'll go reverse order. We've got Zach versus Luke. So both at 0-1, but mm-hmm. I think Zach clearly has the better roster. Luke actually put up a fight. I don't think he played too bad last week. He actually well, had Heather pretty nervous here for most yeah, of Yeah, he did. I, I, for sure, because what was the score? It was um, Luke lost by 22. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he played well, and again, Gronk, I don't think Gronk can consistently do that because there's so many mouths to feed in Tampa, but he looked really good, and he is great Brady's boy, so it's right. possible. Quarterback matchups, Tim Brody versus Tua Tungavailoa. The problem for Zach, if Brady kills it, there's a good chance Gronk will, so they kind of offset each other. Right. So I apologize for Oliver barking in the background. Sorry, guys. Another sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's sponsored by Cavalier King Charles Spaniels. Um. So two at Tungavailoa, or two pink and one in the stink, as Luke calls him, because he's a classy guy. <laughs> um, against Buffalo, I mean, Tom Brady against Atlanta, I'd take Brady for sure. But the problem for Zach, again, is that one of his biggest targets is on Luke's team. So Luke's, that's – I might actually give the edge to Luke here, because if Tua runs the ball decently and gets a rushing touchdown, and Brady feeds the ball to Gronk quite a bit, it could quickly turn into a win for Zach – or for Luke in terms of quarterbacks. I think, ultimately, until Brady proves otherwise, it's still Brady's – yeah, for sure. Because you know. you're right, he's got Godwin and right. Mike and Evans, and Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown, and some, yeah. some janitor they pull off the uh, pull out of the stands. And He'll he goes score fifty five. He goes yeah. for a buck fifty and ten cut ten touchdowns and two tutties. Yeah, yep. you know how it is. So, um, running back wise, David Johnson and DeAndre Swift versus Ronald Jones and Kareem Hunt. This is incredibly inter- inter- interesting in the fact that neither of these running backs are clear RB ones. Yep. The best is DeAndre Swift, kind of debatably, I guess. How did Hunt do last week? I, 17 prob- points. Probably Kareem Hunt. He had 17. What did Swift have? Swift had 25. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, if Swift does that again, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I would say Hunt, Hunt and Swift are on the same plane. Mm-hmm. And then Johnson is – he got 11, I guess. I, and then Ronald Jones was putrid last week. He had negative point six. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, and he could be looking at you know further benching and stuff for as from right playoff now, Lenny. He's projected as a starter again for week two, but yeah, for sure we'll see. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, Luke's team had a great week. Devontae Park, dude, Christian Kirk at twenty four. Wow, yeah, interesting. So, who would you give the edge edge for running backs before we move on to receivers? I mean, realistically, here, uh. I was going to say an answer, and then I think I'm, I'm going to retract that answer. As of now, until we figure out what's going on in, in Tampa's backfield, I think I'm going to give it to Luke. I agree. I just think if David Johnson still does what he does, although they are playing Cleveland, but against Swift, against the not very good run defense of the Packers on Monday night, 
mm-hmm. give him another day to get healthy. If he plays anything like he did last week, there you go. Could be close. Right. Uh, wide receivers, we have Devontae Adams. It would be Christian Kirk. So Zach has Adams, Tyreek Hill, and Terry McLaurin. And Luke has McKirk. Or, excuse me, McKirk. Christian Kirk, <laughs> Devontae Parker, and Robbie Anderson. I think it's clear that Zach has the edge of receivers. Zach's going to have the edge over most of the league at this point until For you know, sure. further notice. But um, I did like what I saw out of Christian Kirk. Um, I think Devontae Parker's criminally underrated in that, that uh, Miami offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and Robbie Anderson, you know, for what it's worth here, he scored 13. Now, he, he did most of that damage on that long touchdown he had. True. But, um, you know, he belongs in that offense. So, True. I agree. Um, tight ends, Austin Hooper versus Gronk. I think it's pretty clear that Gronk is better than yeah. Austin Hooper. So, Luke gets the advantage there. The flex. Antonio Brown had a great week last week, and they're playing Atlanta. And so Luke has MVS, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, but he's playing Detroit. So knowing that, Marquez will go for 250 and three touchdowns. But Antonio Brown's a stud, and they play Atlanta in a, on the fast track in a dome. So, <clears throat> or no, I'm sorry, it's in Tampa, it's outside. So. Do you think that Rodgers can t- – so taking out the bias here, just looking at this from a, a true football perspective, do you think that Rodgers continues this trend of, of bad quarterback play? Do you think that – No, I think – I think the Lions are exactly what the doctor ordered. They have no Okuda, even though Okuda wasn't that good. Yeah. Besides Awarie, he probably was your second best corner. Yep. Awarie is clearly your number one, and Awarie wouldn't even be a top two on a good team. He'd be right. like a three or a four. So, uh, Will Harris is terrible. Tracy Walker's okay as a safety. So, no, the Lions' secondary is horrible. It's probably one of the best. Besides their wide receiver room, I would say that's their second worst unit, is their secondary without Okuda. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because for linebacker, you at least have Jamie Collins. So, no, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to shred that defense on Monday night. And I don't think the Packers' defense is any good either. I think Kevin King is horrible. So, I think the Lions might be able – I think it could be a shootout in Green Bay, dude. I might actually bet the over. But, anyway, no, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to light it up. Now, the problem for Lucas, Zach is Devontae Adams. Right. So, I guess it depends on who gets more targets. I mean, more times than not, you're going to guess Devontae Adams. But Right. No, it's definitely going to be Devontae, but... For sure. And I'll tell oh. you, just looking at the full the full bench here for both these guys, you know, aside from the fact that Luke is... Or not Luke, but Zach is short one player. Um, he's got Mike Williams, who did well. He's got Marvin Jones, who did well. He's got Kenny Gainwell. Like, his bench is full of guys that can, you know, mm. swap in and out of that flex here. Right. If Antonio Brown... I like Marvin Jones a lot, man. I think he's I criminally too, underrated. I think that was a great pick by Zach. Yep. And Mike Williams, too, dude. And Dallas Goddard. Yeah, you're right. Zach's got some weapons on his bench. Luke's more so, not so much. But, again, we know Luke's strategies. Is here. Right. Um. Okay. So, we're not going to talk about kickers or defenses because who knows what they're going to do. Okay. Um, all right, Ross, who you got getting their first dub of the season between these two fine gentlemen? Right now, they uh, Sleeper has 89% probability that – that Zach's going to win, and I'm going to take that bet as well. Gotcha. Okay. I'm actually going with Luke. I think he's going to get his first win of the year. I really think that Tua Tungabailoa is going to have a good game against Buffalo. I think Buffalo is not the same as they were last year, and I think mm-hmm. I think that they're a little rattled, to be honest. I could Love be it. wrong, but I think Tua is a lot better than people give him credit for. I think he, is, he can move with his legs because he's – you know, he's not super fast, but I think he's smart. Maybe he gets a, maybe he gets a, a rushing touchdown. 
But mainly, I think that Miami's going to get into somewhat of a track meet with Buffalo, which helps yep. Luke. And I really think Tom Brady's going to target Gronk, which is just going to cancel out Brady for the most part. And I don't know, man. I, I don't have a lot of faith in Ronald Jones this week and Kareem Hunt against Houston. I mean, who knows? I, yeah. I, I just think Zach – I think I think Luke pulls it out in a shocker. I think he squeaks by. Yep. I mean, I, I like that. We'll, you know, we'll definitely we'll see. see but... So it'll be close, but I think yeah. Luke, Luke pulls it off. He gets his first dub of the year. All right. Next matchup is Brian V. Trevor in the Friend Bowl. So currently, <laughs> Sleeper has Brian as a 71% favorite as the rosters are set up right now. Going through quarterback matchup, we've got Josh Allen for Trevor, and we've got Big Ben caught in a bathroom stall, Roethlisberger. So, so I found this pickup for Brian to be really interesting because, right. you know, obviously he had a subpar week one, but it was against Buffalo. So right. does he pick it up against the Raiders? Who knows? Well, the Raiders looked pretty good on Monday Night Football, man. Yeah, they did. Like, they looked, like they looked pretty good. So um, I think for the first time in Brian's fantasy career, quarterback is his weakest spot. Mm-hmm. I think he doesn't have any legit – quarterback once i mean Tannehill was good but he looked horrible and they play seattle so i don't i don't blame him for not starting him because he's right. in seattle josh allen did not look good last week but he was playing pittsburgh plays miami who's also a good defense on the road I, to be honest i don't like either of these quarterback plays this week but if i had to pick one i'm gonna go with josh allen just because yep. he's josh allen Yep, I completely agree. All right. Now, let's get to the true strengths of their team. I would say running back. We've got Clyde Frog for Brian and Chris Carson versus Ezekiel Elliott and Daryl Henderson for Trevor. You know, the one thing I was saying uh, to a coworker of mine today is um, Daryl Henderson really surprised me because looking at that game Sunday night, the usage for him, it was very, you know, arid out here on Stafford's arm. Um, and then at the end when they were already like way up on Chicago, that's where he got all his value because they just ran out the clock. Right. And I think we're going to kind of see that trend here from the Rams all season long. Yeah, for sure. Which would really make I him see relevant, you know, because he still gets yeah. all his fantasy points. But Yep, because he's just that vulture at the goal line. Right. Real quick, can we talk about Matthew Stafford can, for like five minutes? Can I just vent to you for five minutes, being you being the Giants fan? What is it with? And I was talking to Ryan and Vaughn about this. Uh-huh. I can't, I dude, I can't take this anymore. Of everyone with this narrative in the media. Oh, Matthew Stafford had nothing. The guy had a top five defense and a Hall of Fame first ballot Hall of Fame receiver in 2013. Okay, and he literally still didn't win a playoff game. I don't want to hear it. Yes, was Stafford not supported enough? Sure, but it's not like he was playing with 15 coffins, okay? Like, what are we doing here? This is ridiculous. I can't take this anymore. Like, I can't do it, dude. It's been one week, and I already hate Matthew Stafford. Like, I literally don't like watching him on TV. I turned on Monday Night Football. Dude's not even playing in the game. Not even playing in the game. What's the first thing that comes out of Kurt Warner's mouth? Oh, man, it's like having a stallion running in mud. Are you serious right now? Like, we're talking about this? Like, these similes are blowing my mind, these comparisons. I can't do it. I, oh, I can't do I'm, it. I'm, I'm completely opposite. And I know we kind of had that difference here in the, in the sleep. In the app. Uh, yeah, I wasn't mad at you, by, by the way. It sure. caught me at a bad time because I was just watching the media just slob on his knob for four hours. And I'm like, dude, I can't do this. I think regardless of what we say about Detroit at this point, He's never played with the depth of talent that he has with the Rams. 
Yeah, he had Calvin Johnson, but he doesn't have – there's a clear difference in Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, and, I mean, realistically, Tyler Higby than there is in uh, Calvin Johnson and uh, what? I mean, Golden Tate, I guess, would be the second uh, – So, in 20 – Yeah, in 2013, did they have Tate at that point? I think they did. I think they broke or Tate. Yeah, so – but Calvin was so good – that I would rather have one Calvin Johnson than Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. That's what I'm saying. Neither of those guys are going to be first ballot Hall of Famers. Right, Calvin but... Johnson is arguably the best receiver of all time. And that defensive line with Sue and Fairley, you could argue Sue at his prime was almost as good as Aaron Donald. And Darius Slay, was he on the team yet or no? Um... Was, he, was he Darius Slay that was really good? I don't at that so. point. All right, so they didn't have a corner like Ramsey. But what I'm saying is, is I agree with you that the Rams roster this year might be the is probably the best roster he's ever played with in total. But they act like they were they act like he played on the Jets as Sam Darnold his whole career. Like the Lions did have talent, and the guy didn't win a playoff game. He's five and whatever against winning teams. Like I can't do it, man. Did I did I like Stafford in the Lions jersey? Sure. Was it fun to watch him? Is he probably the best quarterback I may ever see in a Lions jersey? Sure, all those can be true, but it can also be true that he also let the team down, that he didn't play good in big spots when we needed him. Like, both can be true. And that's what, the, that's what the media is like. I just can't take it. You know, it's just like Detroit sucks and the city sucks. And it's like, all right, guys, you, you've never been here, so let's just take it down or not. You know what I mean? Anyway, that was my rant, folks. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest because <laughs> I know for the next 17 weeks of the NFL season, we're going to watch Matthew Stafford get a blowjob on national TV. So, all right, I'm good now. <laughs> anyway, back to the show. So, running back edge, who would you give for Brian v. Trevor, uh, Ross? Um, I mean, I'm kind of tempted to say it's a wash. I think they're pretty fairly even. Um, I think we're looking at Zeke here and giving him a lot of flack for, you know, a game plan, which was smart to not just have him rush up the middle – and get stuffed every single play against Tampa, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he looked fine on the, like, what, 11 runs he had. You know, I think he, he looked quick. He looked agile. He was um, – he needed to do what he needed to do. But that defense is no joke, you know. Right. So, I think he's going to be fine. Um, and Henderson, again, like, I don't think he's anything special as far as the running back. But the guy can play, you know. For sure. So as For long sure. as they have that lead and they kind of let him just grind it out at the end or, or just kind of continuously feed him, you know, uh, throughout each game, I think he'll have value all year long as well. Um, I mean, realistically here, it's if I truly have to say one side or the other, I think I'm going to say Trevor just because Carson's usually good for fumbles and or injuries. That um, is true. And then, you know, Clyde Frog he was good, but he still has to prove himself, you know? Yeah, he hasn't lived up to expectations so far. Yeah, I mean, he kind of had a mixed bag last year, so um, if I got to choose one again, it's Trevor. Yeah, I'd actually, I'm going Brian, actually, just because I don't trust Zeke. I think, to be quite honest, I kind of think Zeke's baked. I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't know if he... If his head's not in it, he just doesn't look good. Now, I know they threw the ball, like, 60 times last week, and I think he had, what, seven or eight carries or some small amount. He's mainly blocking. I get it. But, dude, like, I don't know. I just think Tony Pollard looks better on the field. He legitimately looks better than Zeke when he runs the ball. Okay. And that's a problem. Anyway, but I agree with you that Henderson's probably 
a good fit this week, but I still think overall, just because I don't know what Zeke's going to do. If Zeke does what he did last week, dude, he's no much. He's no better than David Johnson. Sure. So, sure. But so, anyway, receivers again sponsored by the Cavaliers. Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> I'm downstairs. I promise. I'm trying to get as far away as possible. Calvin Ridley, Stephon Diggs, and Debo Samuel. I mean, good night, Jim Kite. Look at that. Jim. Those receivers for <laughs> uh, Brian. Kite. Yeah, those receivers, Brian versus Corey Davis, Mike Evans, and Rondell Moore. I mean, I don't think there's a ton to talk about. Mike Evans is probably the is, is definitely his best receiver. The problem is I there's so many. I was gonna say there's so many mouths to feed that Corey Davis is probably the number one. Corey because, Davis literally was the only reason the Jets were even in that game. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. So you're probably right. Corey Davis is probably the number one. Um, but he's playing New England, so it's a tough test. So I think right. it's pretty obvious. Brian is the best receivers, right? Better right. matchups. I completely agree. Yep. Same with tight end. Kyle Pitts last week looked okay. But Brian's got Travis Kelsey. I mean, there's not a lot to be said there. So Yeah, and I mean what do we what did you think about Pitt's debut here as a NFL? He looked okay. I mean to be honest, I think taking a tight end at four is just insane to me. Just yeah. almost as insane as taking a corner at three. But anyway, I digress. Um no, I didn't like the pick now. I didn't like the pick then. I don't like the pick now. I'm sure he'll be great, but Atlanta doesn't have a quarterback regardless. Matt Ryan's baked. He's 100 years old. So, no, I just he, – he is what I thought he'd be. He's going to get used to a system. He'll probably put up a bunch of numbers. Um, after I go and trade in these dogs for a new model because they won't stop barking, let's make the pick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can never get rid of the Wigglebots. Anyway. So I think Brian's going to easily take this one. I think it's not going to be pretty close. Well, Brian. hold on. We still got the flex position. Oh, I jumped the gun. Anyway, there's still hope for Trevor. Deontay, I'm sorry, Damian Harris yep. versus Chase Claypool. I think Harris is probably better because he's playing the Jets. Well, and realistically here, I think I disagree. I think I'm going to go Claypool. Ooh, position. interesting. Okay. In a full PPR setting, Harris doesn't catch the ball. So true. He had a great game last week. He went for, you know, a hundred hundred yards and mm-hmm. seventeen receiving yards in the air. Right. And still scored eleven points. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's a great game, but I think that's probably his ceiling. You know, he's more of a ground and pound guy. Sure. Doesn't necessarily translate to fantasy football success in a full PPR league. True. That's fair. Fair point. So so who now we know I'm still sticking with Brian Ross. Who would you take? Um, again, I think you know Trevor's a great addition here. As much as I want to, you know, butter him up all day, but uh, you know, at, at this point, <laughs> he's, he's he's got a tough first couple of weeks here. This right. is Brian for me again. Okay, I would agree. Okay, so we've got Living on a Prater versus Punts and Blunts, which is still in the running for one of the best fantasy names of all time. Punts and our, Blunts is incredible. For, well for done, our Patty. name, Patty. And great job, Luke, for, for uh, representing it, too, or for recommending it. So we've got oh, was a, that a Luke thing? That's that Luke, Luke recommended it, and Patty, being as smart as Patty is, was like, I love that. Let's roll with it. So yeah. um, we've got oh, Matthew Stafford. Sorry. All right, I'm just starting to get triggered now whenever I see his name. So Jay's got a good play here. With Stafford against Indy, he's probably going to put up a hundred, and then Jameis Winston against Carolina. I like these are tasty. So can we talk about the quarterback controversy here? Oh, Lou Lamar and Herbert are both benched. They sat them. Wow. Intr- I don't. Uh, I mean, Coach Patty and Coach uh, Jason here. 
Uh, Patty's got controversy. Gotta be, see, Patty's got to be careful about famous Jameis eating those crab legs because yeah. that one week thing may never happen. To, uh, remember, okay, Jameis has five touchdowns. Dude, he threw the ball like 15 times at 100 yards. Like, just got to be really careful with Jameis. But he also hurt, had LASIK surgery in the offseason, so he can see through like walls now, you know? <laughs> yeah, sure. He'll still throw 30 picks. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think Stafford is the better play, and I would agree that Jay's probably better rolling with Stafford this week against Indy. If Stafford plays like that, he's a top-three fantasy quarterback. Every yep. week. I mean, that was insane. So let's also play devil's advocate here. I mean, let's assume that they're not going this route here. Would you rather – I mean, would you rather play Lamar Jackson or Justin Herbert? I would rather play Herbert if I was Patrick because he's playing yeah. Dallas over Winston. Until Winston does that consistently for two or three weeks, I can't start him because right. it could be a flash in the pan. You know how good Herbert is, and he's just a stud muffin. Even though he only had, what did he have, 15 points or whatever it was? Right. I mean, that's just – that's not really – I mean, let me see. What was his game watch? Ah, he threw the ball. He had 47 attempts for 337 yards and a touchdown. I mean, dude, he's so good. But also – you know, quick shout out here to Sleeper for allowing Lamar Jackson as a running back to play in the quarterback slot. You know? <laughs> so well done for you guys. You know? It was funny. I was watching the game, and every time Lamar would run, I'm like, "Wow, look at that running back run!" The yep. ball. And I was like, "Ross is going to be so happy." Yep. That's so, my boy, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yep. I'm giving the edge to Matt Stafford here, pretty clearly. Yeah. So in the current setup here, I think um, even if he does play Lamar, I think we're probably looking at. Uh, living on a crater here with Jason. For sure. He'll be advantaged. So. Yep. Running backs. This is interesting. Jonathan Taylor and Chase Edmonds versus Christian McCaffrey, or Caleb, as Patty has him correctly labeled, <laughs> and Melvin Vaughn's favorite player, Gordon, who yep. I hear is a great NASCAR driver. So, so Patty's got two of the best running backs in Oh, of course. You've got right Caleb now, McCaffrey so. and you've got Melvin Vaughn's boyfriend, Gordon. I mean, it's yep. just not even, yeah, of course. Um, Jonathan Taylor looked okay. He had 17 points. It's fair. Chase uh-huh. Edmonds looked okay. But McCaffrey and Gordon both played really well. So if they repeat that, I'm going to have to give the edge to Patty for running backs. I would probably give it to him again this week because Melvin Gordon plays Jacksonville. And for McCaffrey to come back after injury, and I know he had a lot of time to recover, um, but for him to come back and immediately pick up where he left off last year. Yeah, true. Um, he did play the Jets, though. So let's see what he does against New Orleans. I, I don't really care who he plays. But, yeah, I – I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wide receivers. Oh, boy. Uh, Julio Jones, who did – what did he do last week? Julio had six points. Sterling Shepard and LaVisca Chenault versus Keenan Allen, Jalen Waddell, and Jalen Rager. I have no idea what to do with this. Um, I'm so going... first and foremost – Go ahead. I'm sorry. The the best receiver on the in play right now is Keenan Allen. Allen. Yep, yeah, I agree for sure. Um, I think Waddle came in and had a decent you know debut. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Rager is, you know, I was kind of thinking he might have a bit of a comeback this year. Mm-hmm. He, so, looked, he looked okay. Yeah. Um, Julio Jones had five points here. Sterling Shepard obviously balled out. Of course, he does. You know. Um, Let's take it easy, okay? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I, I think realistically, we can almost consider this a wash. I think I'm going to give this probably to, to Patty because it can. Yep. For sure. Tight ends. Oh, this is, is good. Mark Andrews, who did not look oh, good boy. last week, versus George Kittle. Uh, 
Kittle's better, but Patty gave up so much for him that he needs to do more than 11 points. Yeah, he he was probably the well, I don't say the most disappointing 49er because clearly Brandon Ayuk wasn't that. But well, Andrew, you could argue Raheem Mostert is just done now. Well, <laughs> yeah, that I mean, Mostert was going to go down at some point. I just didn't think it was going to be Week One. Right. But, yeah. Um. I mean, they're both two top tight ends. Um. I think realistically. If I have to choose one, I'm going to go Kittle just based on, you know, he's one of the top dogs for a reason. Um, But I could go either way on that. For sure. I'll probably go Kittle. And Flexi Flex. We've got Henry Ruggs, which is an interesting play. Don't really like it too much, to be honest. First playoff Lenny. There he is. And I like that play a lot. Um, If I was Patrick, not that it really matters because he's allowed to start whoever he wants, but just for some advice, I would start Zach Paschal. Even though he's playing the Rams, I would still start Zach Pascal. Well, and realistically, we've also got, I know he's confirmed out for week two, but Odell Beckham's going to come back at some point for Jason. Yeah, that's true. Team. Boy, the he's Cleveland's also sitting Scott Jacobs. Like, there's trouble in paradise here for Jason. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was third overall pick, so that's You hate to see it, you know? No, I mean, it's just crazy that, like, he had 17 points last week and he might be sitting because he's hurt. Like, it's just right. crazy to me. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. Playoff Lenny, um, big fan of the, the just the player himself. Um, cool. But I think especially if he gets to start over Rojo. Do you think um, he polishes his, his, his dome? Because that dome is shiny. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah wow. Yeah. He's, using some, he's using some Carnuba, some Carnuba <laughs> show wax on that baby. Woo. Um, okay, so... Overall, uh, I would have to give the edge this week to Patrick. I think Patrick will squeak it out. Yep, I think Patrick's going to get his first one of the season. Sure. All righty. We're making pretty good time here, Ross. 38 minutes. The key I actually researched, most podcasts for people to stay entertained is between 50 and 55 minutes. If whatever research I read was correct, Vaughn is a podcast. So, Vaughn, hit me up. See if that's correct. Anyway, so we got about 25 minutes, so we're still good. We only got, what do we got? Three matchups left, so I think we're good. We've got Ross, your matchup next against Ryan. The first matchup where we've got two dubs going against each other. So let's see. We've got Trevor Lawrence. Interesting. Trevor Lawrence over who else is your other quarterback right now? That's it. What happened to do? Who did you have last week? Uh, I had James Winston as my That's two before we started, him. and I dropped him. So you played Trevor last week? Yep. He did good. You know, and he threw three touchdowns and three interceptions, but he's going to be in such negative game scripts for most of his games. Yeah, exactly. I kind of like him for fantasy. For sure. Ryan's got Dak Prescott. Yeah, and Dak here is going to be on fire this season. Yeah. I actually am going to give it to you. I think against Denver, dude, Trevor Lawrence could, could be a shootout. I mean, I certainly hope so, uh, because that's another position that I'm really – not concerned about, I guess, because I did like his week one output, but um, it's just going to be kind of a – it'll be a sweat job for me, you know? Like, I'll be – I'll be sweat sweating shop. out. <laughs> um, Run, running back-wise. Yep. Interesting. Nick Chubb for you, who's clearly elite, and he looked like it last week. Yep. And Jamal Williams, who looked amazing last week. Yeah. Versus did. Saquon Barkley, who, to be quite honest – 
might have to start ringing them alarm bells pretty quickly here yep. in New York if he doesn't look okay within the first. Dude, he might be toast. His ACL is maybe the death of him, and he may – I'm not even kidding. He may be looking at another Todd Gurley. Like, if he – and that may sound crazy and hot take-ish, but, dude, besides his rookie year, was he ever elite? Well, he's been injured a lot. and I That's what I mean. Ultimately, they're not – I hope they don't look at, you know, like a fifth-year option or a new contract with them because – They're going to have to soon because this is his fourth year, right? Yeah. So after this – so this offseason, they have to make the decision. So if he looks like he did last week and he just doesn't look as good, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. Put him on the I, trade block. I, I would just not see – see I mean – I don't know how much treads left on those tires, bro. I mean, yeah. his his knees might be shot. I mean, yeah. dude, this is his fourth season. Two and three were torn ACLs, one on each knee. His first year was amazing. I mean, I don't know, dude. If he looks this way, how can you give him a contract? Right. I got no, you know. I totally agree. So, and Austin Eckler is really good, though. I like Austin Eckler a lot, especially against Dallas. Yeah, so. but, I mean, week one, he's already got Ryan sweating with uh, the injuries here and the will he play, will, you know, will he not play. Right. I think he's – we haven't seen the last of him being on the injury report this season. I agree. So I'm going to give the running back edge to you, even though I don't really like Jamal Williams, but he is, like I said, so far, prove me wrong. He looks good. Two-headed monster. I'm down with it. Yep. So he's a decent, decent running back. So I think he's clearly better, especially if Saquon is not that good. And Saquon is a game on Thursday, so he has no time to recover. So I don't even know if he plays. If I was, and, if I was Joe Judge, I wouldn't even play him, dude. Well, against Chase Young. Yeah, against Chase Young and yeah. Sweat. No, I'm good. Okay, thanks. I'll wait till next week. I'm good. Yeah. I'll, um, wide receivers, DK Metcalf, Cooper Cup, and Allen Robinson versus Chris Godwin, DJ Moore, and Amari Cooper. This is so far the best grouping matchup this I've seen. This is a battle right here. This is sweet. <clears throat> so Amari Cooper had 39 points, making him the number one overall player last week. Yep. DJ Moore at 15. Arlene Oliver apparently had 25 with those barks. Chris Godwin had 23 and a half. Metcalf had 16. Cooper Cup had 25. And Allen Robinson had nine. He was a little disappointing, but I think he'll bounce back. Yep. Interesting. Um, I'm going to give the edge to Ryan here, but I would like to get your opinion on it too. I, I think we're looking at a situation of higher ceiling versus higher floor. I think I have the higher floor, but he's got the higher ceiling. I would agree with that. Yeah. So, I mean, realistically, I'm going to say in the most non-biased way I can try to say this, my my three receivers are going to win. Because, <laughs> again, I look at yeah, DJ Moore, I, I, I just mean. don't. Uh, I think, you know, he got 15 points last week. We're going to look at, you know, 15 to, like, 25 probably is like his highest. Yeah, no, I see what you're Incredible games, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, Gerald Everett v. Darren Waller. So good. 26 and a half last week. Who's your other tight end option? That's it. Well, no, I actually Juwan Johnson. Juwan Johnson. Yeah. Gerald Everett looked good. I mean, he looked okay. I, I'm, I'm going to give the edge here to Ryan. I think it's pretty clear Darren Waller. I think stunned. Waller's the, you know, in the top three tight ends for, for sure yep and for they, sure. i mean watching that game against baltimore they just fed him and fed him and fed dude, him they, no one I, dude i've watched darren waller like four or five times so far since he came in onto the raiders because i don't you know we don't get a lot of raider games yep. and um i don't know dude he just looks unstoppable like he yeah. just can't cover him man he's just six six two fifty he just can't yep. you can't cover him there's nothing you can do um 
And then flex, Jacoby Myers. Interesting. Who looked decent last week. Plays mm-hmm. the Jets. I like that. Versus David Montgomery, who I really, really like. Yeah, Montgomery, and especially against Cincinnati here, I think he really looked good last week. For sure. Um, I think I wanted to see a little bit more out of Jacoby, but I like that he's the clear one, you know. Um, I also think, you know, he left that game with nine targets and, like, six catches. So, um, you know, if that translates to more yards here, I'll take that all day long. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. Oh, and now the boys are in trouble. Here we go. Uh-oh. Yep. Oh, I probably see a squirrel or something. <laughs> Sorry, apparently there's World War Three going on between Kenzie and the pups. Um, so I think Montgomery's got the edge here. So, Ross, who are you taking? All biases aside. I mean, realistically, I'm looking at a very tough gauntlet here for my next three matchups, and this is just the start of that. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to give it to Ryan. But, uh, Ryan, don't be... You know, don't be uh, sleeping on me here because I'm, I'm coming for you, you know? Right. I'm giving the edge to you. I think Lawrence will have a good game. I like the oh, running goodness. backs. And I don't think your receivers are as far off as, like, I think your running backs this week are miles better than than Ryan's just because I don't know what Saquon is. Eckler's probably really good. But who if Saquon doesn't play, what's he got? James White, James Conner? Well, like, he'd probably move Montgomery up and then put. Oh, that's true. Yeah, okay. In that, in that scenario, I can't say that, though, because he's in the flex. So, Probably Kenny Galladay. I still like you this week. I still think that you'll, you know, Gerald Everett against Tennessee. I think I think you'll squeak it out and you'll get two and I'll surprise some people. Love it. All right. Second to last matchup. It is myself against your lovely wife, Heather. Kamara Chameleon versus the Opie's Out Oasis. <coughs> Former champion, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> um, we've got Kyler Murray against Minnesota versus Aaron Rodgers against the Lions. Quarterback matchup. Interesting. I like Kyler Murray. Better than Aaron Rodgers as a fantasy quarterback. The problem is, mm-hmm. is Aaron Rodgers is playing at home on Monday night against the Lions, which means he's going to go nuts. I'm still of the mindset that we're seeing a very weird Aaron Rodgers this year, and I don't think yeah, that's dude, he's, week one. He's checked out, bro. He's checked out. So I think Kyler Murray's still trying to not necessarily like prove himself, but you know, put his best foot forward every game. Um, I would say, you know, you've got the benefit for now. Well, according to Sleeper, he's the number one overall player in fantasy, so I'm down. Yeah, yeah he, had the number, he had the most points last week. Running backs, Alvin Kamara and Derrick Henry against – I'm actually playing Javante Williams, bro. I'm rolling with the Rook. I think he's going to have a great game against Jacksonville. And Najee cannot be as bad as he was last week. I don't know what was up with that. I mean, that was brutal. Right. So, I, it's not even close for me. I think her running backs are the best duo in the league, and they're mm-hmm. not, no one will be better. But maybe the two guys will have – maybe the two Rooks will have better matchups. Now, is there any concern about Derrick Henry? Because he had a, an awful game. No, I mean, he's playing Seattle. But he's in Seattle, so... I mean, yeah, but dude, an awful game for him is 10 points. Right. I mean, that's... You know, I'll take that as an awful game. Najee Harris had five. Right. <laughs> I mean, he was unusable, so... um, Okay. Would you agree that her running backs have the edge? Yep. Okay. Uh, wide receivers. A.J. Brown is questionable because, of course, he is. But he'll play because he always does. Justin Jefferson and Cortland better than Finnegan Sutton versus Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and Jarvis Laundry. This is interesting. I do like this matchup here. I think 
Cooks especially really came out to play. Yeah, he did. I thought he was. I didn't like Cooks going in this year. I'm probably going to be wrong though. He's looking yeah. pretty good. Um, you know, and realistically, we have to also look at Jarvis Landry being the one for that. You know, that Cleveland squad right now, right? With Beckham being out, so for sure. Um, I think I'm still going to give it to you. I agree because you know uh, I think I Brown is still the face of that team. But yep, for sure. Um, tight end Noah Fant versus Logan Thomas. I think they're both in the same tier. They literally had identical points. I think Noah Fant had point two more points. I, I think Noah Fant's against Jacksonville, and Logan Thomas is against the Giants. So I don't know. I think they're both okay. I'd probably give the edge to Noah Fant. I just think he's better. He's got a better quarterback. Uh, I'll go Logan Thomas just to split it. But okay. I gotcha. think we're really looking at it. it. Could go either way. Right. Now we've got an interesting flex play here. I've got DJ Chark, who I still think is very good. I moved up to get him in the draft, and I think yep. I validated that. He had 19 points last week. He's playing Denver. I think he's going to have another good week. Deontay Johnson, the bane of my existence. I hate that guy. I'm sure he's a nice <laughs> person, but I just don't like him um, as a football, as a fantasy player. He looked good last week. He had yeah, 15. He uh, I think Chark is a better overall player than Deontay Johnson, but I might be a little biased here. I guess, Ross, what do you think? Um. You know, I only saw like the the replay of like his touchdown catch versus the uh, the Bills. Yeah, and that was filthy. It was. Um, you know, I so I didn't really see anything from Chark here, but and this is another one. This could probably go either way. I think as of now, I'm probably going to say Deontay against the Raiders. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's either going to be him or I might put Robert Tanyan in my flex because he's probably going to shred the Lions. So right. Okay, who are you giving it to overall? I'm gonna I'll go first because it's my matchup. I think I bounce back and I get the dove here. Um, I think realistically Heather's probably walking away. Oh no, that yeah. means I'm 0-2 to start out the year. That's it's, not a good it's sign. It's tough because she's got she did a great job with like her receivers are not like top tier, but they can definitely produce. Right, and she's got the you know she's on a chariot right now. And her two horses are Kamara and Derrick Henry. So that's very true. You know, it's just tough to to beat that. Sure, very true. All right, and the moment you've all been waiting for the game of the week: game of the Vaughn week. versus John. We'll start out with the quarterbacks: Patrick Mahomes versus Russell Wilson. Wow, good lord, is that a yep. good matchup? Patty Mahomes at number two overall. Russell Wilson at number eight. I'm going to give the edge to Patrick Mahomes because he's Patrick Mahomes. Good lord, I. Uh, I mean, this could go either way. I think Wilson obviously came to play against Indy last week. Um, Pat Mahomes just does Pat Mahomes things. Right. Um, gosh, I don't know. I think, yeah, I'll probably say Mahomes. But Sounds good. I agree. Running backs, Delvin Cook and Joe Mixon versus Miles Sanders, who's questionable, and Antonio uh-huh. Gibson. This is another great matchup. But I think John's got the edge. Um, well, and back. realistically, just to kind of like pretty up the roster a little bit here, can we like swap out Aaron Jones for Sanders? Just kind of move them because Aaron Jones' like depth sure. should be probably worth sure, it. especially against the Lions. I like how the app says Aaron Jones gets tasty matchup. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, Lions suck. Um, yeah, so Aaron Jones. Okay. okay, let's assume he swaps out because it's game of the week. So we're making assumptions here. Yep. It, we run the show, everybody. We, we run do the what show. We want. All right. 
Aaron Jones against Miles Sanders. Let's say Sanders doesn't play. Vaughn would probably then either put in Gaskin or Juju maybe. I don't know. We don't know what Vaughn's doing. Vaughn, let us know. Hit, him, hit us up in the comments. Subscribe. Get the koozie. Anyway. Hit the like button. Yeah. Hit the like. Smash that like button. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> um, in that case, I'd still have John because I think Joe Mixon is back, baby. He's the Joe Mixon we've been waiting for. I and think the, we're going and Delvin to... Cook's a stud. Consider this the uh, consistent hot take here, but at some point we're going to see John uh, rage out because Mixon is injured. Um, it's just it's death <laughs> yeah, taxes true. and Joe Mixon getting injured, you know? Um, but he did look good week one. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think as of now, I'll say probably John for me as well. Sure. All right, wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, who's amazing. Jamar Chase looked really good. Yeah. Really, really good. And then you've got Vaughn's boyfriend, Vaughn's true love, CeeDee Lamb, which I don't blame him. Look at those dreads. Beautiful, man. Anyway, CeeDee Lamb looked amazing. He had 23 points. You've got Adam Thielen, who's 100, but still very good. Tyler Lockett, who's also old, but still very good. Actually, he's not old. He's 28, but he seems older. He had a great Great. game. T. Higgins looks pretty good. So these are really good matchups again. I'm going to have to give it to Vaughn. I just think DeAndre Hopkins is the best of all the receivers on the board. And then if C.D. Lamb and Jamar Chase are what we think they are, Vaughn's got a sick receiving core. I mean, I really like both sides here, but I think, you know, we've also looked at just history-wise, you know, Lockett gets, you know, kind of hit or miss. Um, Higgins, you know, could be kind of hit or miss. It's really, you know, ultimately, does it go to Chase? Does it go to Higgins? You know, where does that ball go with that many mouths to feed in Cincy? True. Um, fair fair point. Lamb looked on fire, you know, and now that Michael Gallup's out, I think it's mm-hmm. going to make him look that much better. For sure. So, yeah, I think I'm going to give it to Vaughn for this. All right. This part. Uh, tight ends. Tyler Higby versus TJ Hawkinson. Uh, I'm going to clearly take Hawkinson. He looked great last week. I think he's going to have another good week. Yeah, and I think Goff, you know, really connected well with him. Um, I, I like Higby in that offense. You know, now that Gerald Everett's gone, it's, it's mm-hmm. you know, his show. But yeah, it, it's Hawkinson's party here, and, and no one else yep. is invited. So for sure, flex play. If Aaron Jones isn't there, who's the best player? We assume what Miles Gaskin, who looked really good, or Juju, one of the two. I still don't think they're better than James Robinson. I think he bounces back, and I think he becomes what he was last year. You know, they just couldn't run the ball last week. Um, you know, I know they're playing Denver, but I think he bounces back, at least gets some grabs. I think he gets, you know, mid-teens, and he does a fine job as a flex. So I take James Robinson for John in the flex. Well, hold on. So, like, originally my thoughts were, like, he would move Aaron Jones up and right. swap him with Sanders. So, if we're, But if we're saying Sanders doesn't play... Yeah, uh, that's why the only reason you'd, fly, you'd flip him, right? Because it doesn't matter if he has him in his flex or his running back. I mean, right. let's but assume so, Sanders... If Sanders, what is he? He's questionable with a... What has he got? Um, logs limited practice, ankle and rest. He'll probably play. Yeah. But even still, so if he swaps out Gaskin there, I'm fine with Gaskin. Yeah. Um, I still think Robinson's better than Miles Sanders, regardless as a player. I just really, really like James Robinson. I think he's a great player. I, I was really disappointed when I, I couldn't just, draft him. I'm curious if we saw the best Robinson last year. So That is very true. I am so sorry about 
these dogs. It is insane <laughs> right now. It sounds like thunder and lightning outside. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, I think Freddy Krueger might be outside my house, everybody. So this was a great last podcast for Opie. Yeah. <laughs> um, game of the week. Da 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 da. Da, 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 da. All right, Ross, who are you taking? Um, oh, boy. I think everything accounted for – God, I could go either way on this one. I think everything accounted for <laughs> – That's what for, she said. You know, I <laughs> – He didn't hear me. It's fine. I did hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, I just don't swoop, or swoop, swoop, swoop to your immature levels. I think uh, Vaughn walks out of this one 2-0. and I would agree. Vaughn is going 2-0 and and bouncing back from a disappointing season last year. So. And this That's is good. back to the Titans, too. So, yeah, you know, this is good, for sure. Good luck, gentlemen. For sure. I do like the sleeper apps, how it's got the, the, the down arrow, except when you lose, it sucks seeing that. Yeah. So. so, but anyway, I like this. I think, what was our time limit? It was good. 56 going on 57 minutes. I think it was Love efficient. It. You know, we had a five-minute rant about Stafford, so really it was 50, 52 minutes, but I think it was good. So, seriously, we'll post the pod. I'm going to listen to it tomorrow, um, kind of do some – some uh, see if I need to cut anything out, like if it doesn't sound good or if I've got, like, any haziness or whatever, mm-hmm. some issues with either of our connections. Go through, maybe put an intro on it, and then I'll post it on our this app. You guys can probably download it from anywhere, and I'll put a link in the um, – I'll put a link in the um, – in the sleeper app and then on Facebook too. So just let us know what you think. If you guys like this or if you prefer the videos, let us know. So well th- Ross, thank you for calling in. Absolutely. And, and this guys, was a lot let of fun. Me also say that, you know, give us your thoughts on, you know, some of the hot takes here for the CFFL this season. For sure. Um, you know, player analysis, anything like that. Uh let us know what you think. You know, we want to make this uh just like every other year, you know, just as involved. So sounds good. Uh, give us your thoughts. For sure. So, all right, everyone. Ross, thanks again. And I guess we'll see you guys next week. Good luck. Good luck. All right. See you guys. See you, Ross. Bye. Bye.